When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Well, welcome back. I hope everyone had a happy Thanksgiving. It's been about a week now since Thanksgiving, and I hope everyone is doing well. Uh, Again, if you're new to Sustainable Success, you could join us each and every week uh, uh, here at the Voice America Influencers channel, but also at our Facebook page. That's Sustainable Success 2017, and we highly encourage you to check it out there. Follow us because there you'll be able to listen to a lot of the past episodes that we had with many of our great guests covering topics relevant to sustainable success as it means to your business, your personal wealth goals, as well as your wellness and relationships. Again, we're going to have a great show today and as we're going to be focusing on the wealth side and, and again, you know, when you think about building wealth, a lot of times we have to go back to some of the old principles you know, some of the, that that build our foundation for building wealth. And we're going to have a great guest today that's going to be sharing uh, wisdom from his new book uh, for, about, you know, how to build wealth and, and, and so forth. But before we get into it, I want to mention our sponsor today, again, is Empowered Fathers in Action. They are a 501c3 company, and their focus is providing sustainable solutions to improve the father-son bonding process. And what they're doing now is going a step further and to provide these solutions that help children, especially boys, to take responsibility earlier at an age where they can adopt the right types of habits and disciplines to bring into adulthood to become better leaders in their homes, businesses, communities, churches, and so forth. And they're working also with girls and moms and so forth, so they're doing some wonderful things. Check these guys out. They're actually going to be speaking uh, for the city of Greenville, South Carolina, on Friday, December 7th, with their community officials, uh, also the uh, uh, superintendents of schools and local businesses in that area. Check them out at www.efamovement.org. That's www.efamovement.org. Again, I'm your host, Chris Salem, and uh, you can check me out at www.christophersalem.com. You could also find out what we're doing there to help uh, businesses like yourself, individuals to, to operate at peak performance mindset. And today's show, again, we're going to be talking about lessons from my grandfather. And before I introduce our guest, I'll give you a little background about Mark. Mark Demetro is a nationally recognized mortgage banker, best-selling author, and a top-rated speaker. He has spoken at dozens of events, including the Mastermind Summit featuring world-renowned motivational speakers, Tony Robbins, and Barbara Corcoran from ABC's television Shark Tank. As an authority on real estate and finance, Mark has been quoted in several articles in the New York Times, Huffington Post, Routers, the Associated Press, and many other local and national publications and media outlets. His grandfather's hard work and success inspired him to write his best-selling book, Lessons from My Grandfather, Wisdom for Success in Business and Life. And he strongly believes that success is a choice. How true that is. Without further ado, let's welcome Mark Demetro to the show. Mark, how are you doing today? Great, Chris. Thank you for that intro. And uh, it's a pleasure to be on your show today. I'm doing great. 
Awesome. It's so great to have you, Mark. And Mark, we officially, we had met, you know, you know, even though we've been on Facebook connected there for quite some time, we actually met at the City Summit New York event uh, back in September. And I was really inspired about, you know, at the time that, you know, when you, you were coming out, you had your book out, um, Lessons from My Grandfather. And I've been always a an advocate of, you know, success principles that really go back to basics. And, and, and a lot of times those, those things hold steady and true, you know, going into the future and wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, you know, before you started writing lessons for my grandfather, I want to just give you, give the listeners a little bit of background about what success really meant to you and, and what, how you went about going after it. For myself or for my grandfather? Uh, from, from yourself first. Well, you know, again, when you hear more about, when, when the listeners hear more about my grandfather, what inspired me, because it just, you know, I couldn't fail knowing what he did in his life. But, you know, success really for me was all about the individual that you are, that I was, being the best that I can be and excelling in whatever I do, and giving your all. And, and that will make success happen. You want to be in the right industry and in the right career you have passion for and then you have a drive for, and then money comes. Train that way. That if you do what you love and you do it with, vigor and, and passion and you have a purpose behind it, the money's the easy part. That'll just come. Uh, if you're in an industry where there's money potential, you know, you don't want, you want, you want to be in an industry where you make your one cent uh, you know, sale. You've got to be in the right industry, of course, where you can make that income. But, you know, just being successful is a lot of decisions that you make, a lot of small decisions that, that will end up being big decisions. So that's just a little tidbit about it, about how I really approach life, just success. That's great. And, 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 you know, this was, now, was this your first book, The uh, Lessons from My Grandfather? Correct, yes. It's my first book. I mean, I've written great. a lot of articles and all that good stuff, but my first real truth book, actually, absolutely correct. Absolutely. I, and I'm really inspired by this book. And talk a little bit about, you know, you know that some of the lessons that you had learned from your grandfather that you know, make up the core foundation of what you wrote in the book, Wisdom for Success in Business and Life. Yeah, so there's basically there was 15 principles for success, and we don't have to deal with all of them. But you know, the book was founded on principles that throughout my life, you know, I was very blessed that my grandfather retired at 60, a millionaire by the way, and from starting from nothing, and, and that was the driving force of this my inspiration for him as an individual and, and a successful guy, part of it. But he basically spoke to me for the 37 years when I was living. He was born when he was 60 for 37 years until he passed in 97. He was constantly, constantly showering me and talking with me about everything to do with life and business and success and, and value and people and, and learning and health. And I mean, to no end, nonstop. He caught articles from papers. He read papers a day. Anything related to all this stuff. So I was just, you know, he was just following me with this information. He thought of me as a son he never had. We were super, super, super close. So mentor, grandfather, friend, confidant, everything in between. So, so out of all that knowledge, I, so the so basically it broke into 15 principles for success that are very important uh, that add to the value of, of this book as well. Um, I can mention a couple without going through all of them, but that's, I think that's the question you're asking. Yeah, and, and, and one of the things that I, you know, one of the things I do, I, I work with businesses and I work with individuals on building success principles. This is something I do in terms of getting them out of a limited belief system to a limitless belief system. And I'm a big believer in the process, you know, that when you embrace the process, whatever success means to you, if you're committed to that process, that whatever the goal is, 
is going to be a byproduct of what you put into that process on a daily basis. Talk a little bit about because it sounds like from what you got, what you've mentioned that this is a process. You know, you know, success isn't something that happens instantaneously. And if it does happen on some occasions to certain people, it's not sustainable if we don't have a foundation built. Talk a little bit about that that foundation again, a little bit more expandable more and a little bit about the process um, from what you've learned from your grandfather and things that you've implemented for towards your success. Yeah, that's a, that's a, a very, very strong point you just made. And again, without going through the 15 lessons, I'll just point out a couple of things that you're mentioning are very, very true. If the foundation is the individual that you are, the person that you are, the persona that you have, the perception that people have of you, this is all what makes you what makes you as an individual successful or not in life. So when we talk about, like, one of the major lessons that I live for and I love is attitude is everything. That's just one of the 15. That's just the, the base foundation of you as an individual, how you take on life, how others perceive you, you know, how you react to things, you know, you're smiling, you're joyful, you're out to help others. You know, that can go on and on with the word attitude is everything. So, so really the foundation of a person is really how you take on life and how others are around you. And if you're helping people, you're a positive magnetic force, or you're happy, or you're joyful, or you're passionate, you're an expert. So I'm going with all these adjectives, these words, but that's how it defines you. So when people de- de- define you, people describe you, how are they defining or describing you? Are they defining you as a great person, as a, a good human being, as that have humility, that you're joyful? You know, that's, that's where you look at yourself in the mirror and say, you know, am I the person that I really need to be? Am I helping others? Am I being as, you know, am I being as, as great as I can be? Am I being as excellent as I can be? Where can I improve in my life, my relationship, my family, my friends? So this is all, again, the foundation is everything. And whatever you want to achieve in life, I truly believe you can if you put your, mind, your heart, mind, and soul into it. Yeah, it's so true. I mean, it, again, it's being true to who you are and, and committed to your purpose, you know, the value that you bring and they, as you continue to bring more value, obviously that allows you to, you know, the byproduct would, would be to generate more, you know, business, which leads to more income uh, and so forth. And again, you know, that's what people are looking for. They're looking to be, they want something in exchange for that value. And and that's so important. You know, talk a little bit about, I mean, your your grandfather, I mean, from what I even though his name was Charlie, um, but he was from Greece, right? Well, from Cyprus, actually, it's a Greece. It's all Cyprus? Greece, but Cyprus, yeah, it's Greece, yeah, that's correct. Yep. But he went to Greece for two years. He was from Cyprus. Gotcha. And I can relate to that because my grandfather's Greek, and he was right up, you know, from Greece when he came here. Well, God, my grandfather was, was old even when I was a young kid. I mean, I'm 51 now, so he was born in 1896. But, again, wow. you know, they he brought over some of, you know, here was somebody that came over with nothing, right? Just like I would think right, that would right. be the same for your grandfather, but yeah. just had this vision and this worth ethic. Talk a little bit about some of the stories, you know, that, you know, and we, we, you know, that he shared with you that really define that, you know, that, 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 you know, how grateful and how humble where he came from and how he was able to bring that here and build and build, you know, a, a build something that he could build a legacy from for, for his family. Yeah, this is probably the most powerful part of my life and what I have to say about anything with this book because this is the inspiration I have that just I never never wanted to fail in life because knowing what he went through. He left home at 16 years old, 16, from his country because they were poor. He didn't want to be poor. He wanted to be something in life and make something of himself. So he literally left at that age and you know went to Greece for two years. He, got, he worked out with a merchant shipper to feed the animals for a free ride to Greece. 
Went there for two years, worked for a lawyer, then saved enough money to go to London, became a telegraph operator, saved some money to come to America in 1929. At 20 years old, three weeks after the stock market crash, with nothing, with nobody, knew one guy here helped get him out of Ellis Island. Then we hit the ground running, shining shoes. We lived in an apartment with six other men and slept in the bed one night a week. So that's the backdrop of him. And he succeeded mightily in the time 60 millionaire. So without boring you with the story between. So that inspiration for me, I said, how can I, how dare I fail in life and not succeed mightily with what I had available to me in life and being, you know, able to have a roof over my head and be on the table and a good education. So that driving force and relentless force for him, that every job he had, no matter how remedial or not, he always said it was a stepping stone to the next job. And I did the job with honor, with dignity. I was proud of the work I was doing, even shirking shoes. Never thought I was beneath anybody. I was doing my job, and they were happy that I had passion. I enjoyed my job, and they kept coming back because they liked me. And he learned at a young age that you know, he learned the secret of life of just doing a good job and being passionate and not thinking you're beneath anybody. You know, and they, they, they saw that in him. He just he always approached life that way. That every job was a stepping point to the next job. He did the best he could do in life with everything he was doing. So that's the backdrop of why it just is so powerful of having that message from him you know, to do all that. No, it's so true. I mean, and that's the thing, you know, you look at in, in today's society now, they're, you know, with, you know, we got people that are busier than ever, but, you know, are they getting ahead? Are they making a life that they've always dreamed? And there are a lot of people that are, are living unfulfilled dreams and or not where they want to be. And, you know, I, I always think that it comes down to some of these core principles that you talked about. You know, here here's a man uh, that, you know, your grandfather, like my grandfather came from nothing, you know, and that they, they came to this country with a, a belief that they could be, you know, have a better life than they had where they were and had all these different opportunities that they could take advantage of if they just, you know, you know, put in the time and committed to the process to make that work. And again, it starts with being grateful and hum- and being humble. So talk a little bit about that too, you know, and, and also, you know, that we have to find time for, family, you know, and taking care of ourselves. It's not all work, no play, because that's not sustainable. Talk a little bit about that from your perspective. Yeah, that's important. And that's why I labeled the book, you know, basic lessons from my grandfather, wisdom for success in business and life. Because <clears throat> that success is, is everything. Success is not monetary. It's, it's really what you want out of life. You want to have a, a small house with a white picket fence and a dog and a family to travel into here, and that's successful too, then that's great. If you want to have a plane and a boat and that's successful too, then that's great too. You have to decide what you want in life. Don't chase other people's dreams. But be who you are. Focus on who you are, not focusing on what other people are doing. And some of the lessons my grandfather taught me was to live below your means and you beat the rat race. If, you, if you're constantly chasing and chasing and spending and spending what they have and what I wanted, just be happy with what you have every day. Work towards what you want and achieve your goals. But have plans and goals and dreams and work towards them. But you have to learn to, to beat the system by living below your means. Because most people are strapped with debt. They're never satisfied. They're always chasing the next thing. You've got to get hold of yourself. And, you know, if you're married, you're holding your spouse on the same page. But focus on what do you want in life. And one thing with, with life in general is expectations upon the spouse, let's say, or a couple, of what each person's role is. You know, whether I'm home or not home, whether I'm at work or back at home for dinner. You know, there's, there's a part of life that you need to focus on business and family, but it's intertwined to some degree, and it can be successful, but communication's there. Uh, but you have to really truly decide what you want in life. Because, you know, if you, ha- if you make a lot of money and you're never around or your family's never seen you or whatever, maybe with husband or wife, then what good is that? You want to really truly succeed in life, like my grandfather did truly. He worked a lot of hours a lot of times, but he was home on weekends a lot of times, and he was there committed, and the family knew that, all right, so during the week we wouldn't see him that much, but he was there on weekends, and they had a lot of fun. Always family time, always things going on. So, and he retired at 60, so... 
you know, you have to decide really what you want in life. And that's something that really people only can look, look at themselves and say, well, what do I want? You know, and that's important. No, it's so true. And I think that was well put, you know, again, because, you know, the whole premise with, you know, what we do here at Sustainable Success is, you know, it looks at life and business as one, you know, and how we plan our lives. And obviously, you know, if you, you know, if we put too much into our businesses, I mean, there will be times we have to make sacrifices. Yes, as we're building business and doing things, but but not at the expense of family and our and most importantly, at the expense of our overall wellness, because that won't make business sustainable. And it's so important what you talked about your grandfather that he saw that. And his humble, you know, surround, you know, his humble beginnings and knowing that to live below your means. And I think that's so important that, you know, something that I adopted from what I saw in my family, the same thing, living below your means and still be able to live a life that you that you desired. You didn't it was not all defined by material things. It's really about, you know, you know, what's more important, creating those experiences, those memories and that was really, really what you know what was important there. Um, so it's so true. Mark, we got about less than a minute to our first break here. So I wanted to kind of uh, you know summarize again for you know people that are maybe just joining us or had been listening to summarize again, you know, like real quick, like what was really the main thing that you got from that the lessons that you learned from your grandmother, that the overall you know ob- you know objective that's really set the example for your life. I think just your know, work, work ethics and sense ethics in life as an individual define you who you are and the excellence that you put out there and try to achieve for yourself to be the best you can be at all the things you're doing with with humbleness and humility, not being obnoxious and, and, and uh, not not being obnoxious and not not and too confident to, to have humility and be humble, but to have that confidence with excellence and to drive to be the best you can be, and that's really what it comes down to as a human being, as a family member, or, or in work, just. People can be excellent, but people try to be. People work towards being excellent, but most people are average at everything. And that's the problem. You have to commit and make yourself excellent, in whatever you're doing. Absolutely, so spot on, and that is so true, and and so well put. So again, yeah, again, you're listening to a Sustainable Success Radio Show. Uh, we're with Mark Demetro. He's uh, his latest book, Lessons from My Grandfather. Is has been out uh, just came out recently. We encourage you to check it out. It's on Amazon. Also, you could see it at the Voice America Influencers Channel uh, for his show here with us. Uh, there is a link to the website, and Mark will be sharing more information about where to contact him later in the show. And again, if you're just joining us, uh, we're going to break. But when we come right back, we got more coming from Mark. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. 
You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now... Back to sustainable success. Well, welcome back. Uh, we're here today with Mark Demetro. He's a nationally recognized mortgage banker, best-selling author, and a top-rated speaker. We're talking about lessons from my grandfather from his latest book, and there was a wealth of nuggets that that Mark had left for us on the uh, first part of the show. So if you're just joining us, again, you can hear this again on the on-demand version that will be available later today, which you could check out at the Voice America Influencers channel under Sustainable Success, or visit us again at our Facebook page, Sustainable Success 2017. We will have a link there as well as other information to to get in contact with Mark uh, for this episode. So, Mark, you know, we were talking about some of the principles and the foundation for embracing the process to success, some of these lessons that your grandfather taught you that have really applied very well in your own personal success, not only in business, but also in your personal life. You know, you're, you, you're, you're like one of the top guys in the mortgage business in terms of production, and, you know, you've received a lot of, you know, recognition in this area Talk a little bit about your journey and your process to building a successful model in the mortgage business, because there are a lot of listeners here. They may not be in the mortgage business, but you know they well, some probably are, but they could be in other industries or businesses that they could use this concept that they could apply to wherever they are going forward. Sure, thank you. So this is a great topic because in my book I talk about a little bit this information in general about how to succeed in your business and how to build a business. So. When you talk about starting a business, you know, for me, I, I was in a, a different career and got bought out from that firm and started this, literally this mortgage branch um, from scratch. And 
the, the idea was having a plan of attack. How am I going to be different than other mortgage people? How am I going to bring in business? And what's my selling value? What's my feature of why people want to do business with me? So you have to put that. That's the most important piece just to doing anything, even starting just a career, starting a new sales job or just a job in general. How will you be different than the others and what will make you excel and be, be more successful than others? My grandfather would always tell me as well, if you take 100 people starting the same job on the same day with all the same education and background the same day, You'll see who's going to shine. The top 10% will shine because of their personalities, their attitude, their willingness to help, their ego being in check, their hard work and ethics. So, it, so it's not brain surgery. So I knew, I knew all that, right? So starting this business, like any business, mine happens to be was the mortgage business. It was all about how am I going to be different? So from, from day one, it was always about having a selling feature. What's my selling feature? My financial background, my years and experience, uh, you know, my ability to have, provide customer service, being a model people for years. So that was my selling feature. Then figure out who were the people that can refer me business. You know, most mortgage people work with realtors and everyone's chasing realtors. So for me, I had a big background dealing with advisors, with accountants and attorneys and financial planners and bankers. So my whole thing was I'm going to separate myself from the pack. I'm going to be a, be a, I'm going to be a resource and an advisor to these other advisors so I can help their clients. And I can get one advisor that has 500 or 1,000 clients, and that one advisor loves my service and loves what I do for him and his clients, then I have 1,000 potential clients from that one person. So as opposed to each realtor who deals with maybe 10 to 12, if they're lucky, that's the top one's client closings a year. So I figured out my model. What's the best model for you to work? Most people start a business just saying, let me just hit the ground running. I really thought this out. Like, what's the model going to be? And then I figured out, how am I going to meet those four different categories of advisors? I'm going to find my closest friends and family and colleagues that know me and trust me and care for me and want to help me. I'm going to ask them for their four advisors that they've worked with, that work that they're close with. They're going to ask them to do me a favor, do, do, their, do me, them a favor and say, can you meet with a dear friend of mine or my nephew or my cousin? He's in the morning business, a very sharp individual. He wants to talk to you about maybe how he can help your clients and be a great resource for you. I teed up the email, so one by one I go to those meetings. So I looked at it as one day at a time. I wasn't going to take this off the ground and figure like two months or six months. I figured one day at a time, one person at a time to build a successful mortgage branch. And that's really truly what I did. And, you know, so that's just a piece of it. But then there's so many other parts of marketing and networking and being a public speaker and separating yourself from the pack by being on stage as an expert speaker. So you know, I had a radio show for two years. I mean, so you do all these things that separate you. How do you break out from the rest? There's, there's you know, hundreds and thousands of mortgage people, people all around me in this country. Why am I different? Why am I better? Well, you need to separate yourself. So, again, we're not going on tangents. That's just the underlying fruit of how you be successful in any business. And 14 years later, it's, it's worked. Uh, it's, so it's not brain surgery. You know, you need to know what your selling value is and what your feature is, why you're different, why should people work with you. You know, it's not all about price or product sometimes. And I will tell you very clearly, providing the utmost best service possible, exceeding expectations is, is one of the most important pieces of being successful in any business. The service part of your business explodes your business because when you talk to a client after the closing or after whatever sales transaction or business you're in, and you, and you ask them how is the process to provide you with great service, and they say the best process ever went through. Your service was great. Your people were great. Well, thank you very much. Really appreciate that. Now, whoever referred to that client, you make sure you let them know that the client was happy. Sometimes you ask that client to call the referral source, let them know how happy they were. And they just, you know, this is how you do it. All these little pieces. I can talk about 50 pieces like this. These are the parts of building a successful business in any business. 
Yeah, it's so true. I mean, like you said, I mean, when you think about the mortgage business, real estate, insurance, financial services, I'll just use those as examples. I mean, there's millions and millions of of agents and advisors and whatever. And, you know, what makes them stand out? And, you know, it comes down to what you said. It comes down to service and personality and attitude and you know of course knowledge is important you got to know what okay, you're doing course, but but yeah but nonetheless you, you, that people have to be able to relate to you could have all the knowledge in the world but you can't connect with someone or relate to them then that knowledge can't be applied it, it's just it's just impossible and okay. and you talked about marketing too i mean this is a thing that you know that is a just a, you know is a tr- a true reality of of any business that you have to stand out and marketing and creating a level of influence is how you go about doing that. You had a radio show, like I have a radio show and you know, you have a book, you know, you've spoken on different stages. These are things that not every day mortgage banker or broker are doing. And so these are the things that are important because you're providing value. It's continuous value that you talked about. Talk a little bit about Mark, you know, like what would be some of the ways that, Anybody listening that maybe perhaps they may be in these professions or something similar that they can start today to maybe look at what can they do to stand out among others that they can, you know, connect with their audience to add value and begin that process. Right. I think for them, they really need to define or figure out what their selling feature is, what, where their strong points are. And, and before you mentioned, of course, being an expert is, is a given. You have to be an expert in what you do. Uh, and this, you know, this is sales 101. If you don't know the answer, of course, don't make it up. Figure, you know, make sure you have it first. I never speak unless I know it's a fact or truth. So that's all just basic 101 sales stuff. But I think for people in general, in any business you may be, if you're an employee or you're in sales, like some of those industries you spoke about, you know, how to be successful is truly being, like you said, very knowledgeable and having the right relationships with people. See, people don't understand by being a giver in life, you get back so much more. And you're not doing it to get back, but by helping others, whether it means helping them get a job or helping, you know, get leads, give leads to somebody or helping them connect with other people that can get them business. If you're a connector and a giver in that way and you're thoughtful to people, it goes the wrong way. You know, so people are always out for the next deal for them, the next deal for them, the next deal for them. They're chasing the next deal. They're not providing the right service to their clients. They're not trying to look for opportunities with every single thing they're doing. How can I refer out business to people around me? If they think about how they can do that, it gets done. It gets done very easy. If they think about when they're talking to their client, how can I help others while this transaction is going on? So there's, there's really rooted ways to be successful deeper than people understand. So if they just retool what they're doing. How can I bring leads to others? Am I bringing the best value? Am I sincere? Am I where am I making money or just providing the right service and the money comes? So there's really, there's a lot of parts to being successful that break out. Um, and these are important. I think, you know, whether it's being sincere you know, and being humble and being focused on the client and not other things, these are all what really make someone successful. And people see through that. So when you're talking to someone on the phone, you know, people can tell in 30 seconds whether you're sincere, whether you're educated or in person. And if you're gifted to have that ability to have someone feel comfortable with you, that's a blessing. Not many have that, but you can work, to t- work towards that. To retool your, your brain, retool you almost like a born-again Christian to say that, but being, just being born again as a human being, as a successful individual, as a person. Yeah, it's true. And I, I, I like the fact that you talked about being a giver and that, that is so important because when you give give without expectation, you, you end up getting back. You don't have to expect something back maybe from that immediate source that you're giving to, but that it does come back knowing, believing that. 
but not having the expectation or specific attachment to a, a particular person or thing for that to happen. Um, right. Here's another thing on the flip side that, you know, there are some people out there that when they're, when they're looking to create success, they're very good givers, right? But there's sometimes a limited belief or beliefs inside of certain people or, or many people actually where they have a hard time receiving. So talk a little bit about like, you know, uh, you know, it's good to give, but it's also good to receive. Not that you put receiving first, but that you're giving and you're giving more often. But when the opportunity comes to receive, that there's not these barriers or walls, that, the, that, there, that there's, there's this flow to receive. Can you talk a little bit about that in terms of, you know, part of the success model? Yeah, I, I love this topic because I've had the fortune to train you know, hundreds of salespeople, all different ages from 20 to you know, all different ages and up from there. But the, the uh, most interesting part of sales is people how they're uncomfortable asking for a referral, un- uncomfortable speaking about what they do, how they can help their clients, or so on and so forth. So my twist to it is this. If you believe that you're an expert and you've trained and schooled and studied to be an expert, and if you're not, then get there, then you believe that you're a resource that can help that person and their clients that's the difference. So when I ever gave my card out as a, as a young young person, I'm almost 50 now, but when I was younger or all my ages, I'm giving my card out for whoever I was doing, knowing that I would be a great resource for that person. I'm not trying to beg them for a mortgage or beg them for a sale. I was a great resource to help them or their family really know to get them where they need to be. That's the difference. So whenever someone is wanting to use your services, the gratefulness, of course, is there and needs to be there. But they know they're in good hands. So by me saying, I'm here to help you, I'm here to provide service for you, I truly mean that. And I know whatever I was doing in all my careers, that I would be the best that I could be and, and better than the most, most around me, most companies around me, because I knew that I provide that service to exceed expectations. So people should never be afraid or you know, shy about asking for business or giving a card. You should be proud of that. What are you doing in your life? Dude? If you're working every day, you should get to the point where I am a tremendous resource for you and say, again, with humility, with being humble about it, just, I'd like to provide a service for you and your clients. I'm very good at what I do. I'm very hard to be the best that I can be, and I provide great service to anyone you or your, your clients, uh, you or anyone you refer to me. So, you know, whatever your lingo is, that's the message there. So underlying message is, is deep, but that's the point. Yeah, that's so true. I, I think, it, you know, there is an art to giving and receiving and in knowing that, that, you know, sometimes, you know, people might look at it as that, well, I'm being selfish if I receive, you know, but it isn't. And, you know, like you talked about, you know, asking for business or, you know, handing out a business card that, that you know, you're offering value to people and you have something that could help change the quality of their lives. You could, you could have information that could you know, perhaps get them into a home that they didn't think they were going to be able to get into because they didn't feel they would qualify for a more a, a standard mortgage, so to speak. But you had some further insights of ways to get around certain things. So, so, so important. Talk a little bit about um, also for success. You know, this is something that I really am a big, you know, proponent of is, you know, when I'm, when I'm talking with people, I love to kind of lead with empathy, meaning that I like to come with from kindness to empower people around me to, you know, make decisions that, you know, could put them into a better situation. Talk about your concept of what empathy is when you're you're dealing with customers or even with people generally in your personal life and making those connections. Right. I mean, in the empathy part, and I just want to mention one thing with the last topic was that sure. you know, knowing, knowing your confidence, like I know truly that our, our process in our branch as far as mortgage service is the best in the industry, that our competence 
our expertise, our flow of getting information from start to finish, making sure we know it's going to close no matter what, that all the nuances get chucked out and, and, and out of the way. So, so whatever industry you're in, you have to know with confidence that you're speaking to people that you know you're going to provide that service that's going to exceed your expectation. You know, you know your pricing is you know, competitive or, or better than the industry. So you know coming in that there's a, there's a benefit to people working with you. So you have to know that in your heart and soul, and it, it comes out that way and not obnoxiously, but a good way. So I just want to make that point. It's very powerful. Sure, absolutely. Um, that's great. Going what you're saying. So the empathy part, listen, it, here's the thing. You can tell somebody when you're speaking with them, you can tell their, their, the way about them or their persona. Just having a conversation with someone, you can tell if they're empathetic or they're sincere or they care. You can't fake that. You, know, you can work towards being better at that, like being a better listener, asking better questions, like you care about somebody's you know, concerns or what their job is or what they're doing, their life, their family. So I just I urge everybody that it really does make a difference when you care. It really does make a difference when you listen to them or you ask them questions or you know, if someone's speaking to you and they're asking about you, you know, sometimes they'll just walk away. I'm like, no, hold on, hold on. Tell me about you. You need to get a chance to tell me about your business, what you're doing. So, you know, just being in tune with just people and just how you're acting and, and, and what's the perception of this person listening to me speak right now? If I could take myself out and make an out-of-body experience and look at this process right now, what I'm doing and what I'm saying is am I just regurgitating stuff and throwing my card at them? Or am I sincere about talking to them and how can I help them? Or, so it's, it's, it's a process to it. It's, it's not brain surgery. You have to understand it. Understand people and what, what they're looking for. You know, the, the best marketers and advertisers say, you don't just put something on a piece of paper to advertise your business, market your business, or all your awards or your accolades. That's, that's ridiculous. You want to see what their needs are. You want to be marketing to their needs or to their wants or to something that say, oh, I could use that or that makes sense for me. So this is the, no difference with life. You know, what do people want from you? What, what, what would they expect from you? And are they going to get the best of you? So this is all deep, but it's all you know, right on the point what you're asking for. Yeah, yeah, you made it, you know, really important part about the empathy, you know, it's the ability, again, to go a step beyond and really re- not only relate to them on whatever level you can, whether if it's direct or indirect, but again, you know, they people want to be heard in, in, in many ways, so it's, a, it's the ability to listen, to understand them rather than respond, and I think in so many, especially in sales professions, we're, we're always kind of like, oh, we got the solution, you know, we're hearing them, but we're not really hearing them like we think we are because we already got the response ready to, to when they stop talking. So, but when we have the ability to relate and really truly listen, understand and, and really go to that next deeper level to uncover again, where the pain points are, where they really want to be, you know, we, 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 we create that trust and, and, you know, that foundation for trust and we establish that credibility as that go-to person that they're, more likely now when they're ready to receive information from us, they're going to be open for recommendations, and that's so true. Um, right, so, so, so valuable. So I'm glad that, that to see, Mark, that, that you, know, you, you see you know, empathy as a, an important step in this process to, to uh, you know, creating a, the success model that has served you so well uh, in the uh, mortgage business. Uh, we're going to be going to break again. You're listening to uh, Mark Demetro. Again, he's a nationally recognized mortgage banker, best-selling author, and top-rated speaker. Again, we encourage you to check out his new book, best-selling book, Lessons from My Grandfather, Wisdom for Success in Business and Life. Again, you can uh, you can you know, check that out on Amazon. We also have the links uh, on the uh, Voice America Influencer channel to, to uh, go to the uh, Lessons from Grandfather 
lessons from my grandfather website. And Mark will be providing more information later uh, during the show on how you can contact him. Again, you're listening to Sustainable Success, and we'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people in businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back again. Uh, you're listening to uh, Mark Demetro. He's the national recognized mortgage banker, best-selling author, and top-rated speaker. We're talking about lessons from my grandfather from his latest book. That is the subject of today's uh, show. And if you were just joining us, uh, we had talked a little bit about some of the lessons from the book in our first leg. And in the second leg, we were talking about how to build your success model, You know, building the foundation for your success model in your business, as well as in your personal life. So, Mark, uh, let's get back to the book again and, and talk. I know you have about, you have 15 lessons, and obviously we can't cover all that within an hour's time, but let's talk about some other key lessons that we did not touch on in the first two segments that could be, you know, highly valuable to the listeners today and how they can incorporate into their business and life strategies. Excellent. That's a great idea. So, so I have the 15 lessons laid out, and each one of these in the book, I have a little 
little one-sentence description of the lesson. And then, you know, Sarah sees quotes from my grandfather really truly about each one of these lessons. And then a synopsis on my words about what I truly feel about that lesson. So this is great. I'll touch on a couple, and you'll get a feel for you know, how this works. Um, so, you know, one of the lessons is, you know, my grandfather would say, and this is one of his, is no one ever does it alone. And, you know, what he meant by that is, you know, in your life, the people you work with, your peers, if you start to work up the ranks, people below you, you, know, you have to acknowledge and remember all these people around you are, are people that help you get ahead in life. And as you, as you roll up to the top, some things he would always say to me is, even when I was at the bottom, I never thought I was beneath anybody, but as I moved up to the top, I never thought I was above anybody either. There's a big difference with that. And this is powerful because people have to go through life, again, that, that humbleness and humility, just being who you are, you know, just being a good person. Um, you know, the worst people are that don't have money and act like they're big shots, and then when they have money, they act even worse. So this was some of the lessons that he really drilled in my head. And one quote from him about this particular one was, to both earn and honor someone's trust is to have done the very best work I could do. And that's really, that was from him, his actual words, you know. So that's um, one powerful lesson of the 15. Um, so the other one here is, you know, he would always say, too, you must go the extra mile. You know, so his whole thing was, you know, tell me how we skip lunch, stay late, do what you have to do. You know, how do you get ahead past the people? We spoke about this earlier. Um, so his ideology was everyone could just be average. It's easy. But if you want to get ahead in life and excel, you've got to put the extra time in. You know, you've got to excel. You've got to learn more. You've got to be more of an expert. Be more willing to help other people, you know, be the best you can be. And so you'll get recognized. So that was a big, big part of him pushing me in life as well. Um, he would always tell me, well, this is, again, just very important. Everyone you pass in life is something to, to teach you. He was a very big proponent of listening to everybody around him. He would tell me, Mark, even if you know someone, and then even if you know the answer or know the punchline, someone's going to tell you a story or some information, let them finish because you may learn something different than you thought you know already. Don't think you know everything. You can learn from everybody. So be a knowledgeable person, but be smart to open yourself up to learn and be more knowledgeable from others around you. He would also tell me about taking criticism all of this. Take criticism in life at all levels. Constructive criticism. Don't let people knock you down if they have no, no honor or work to do that. But constructive criticism. Be the best you can be. So we're willing to be a sponge and take in everything people tell you around you. Sometimes you have to scan through and sift through, but be the best you can be, but be constantly learning, constantly growing, constantly let people, if they're giving you good advice, take it. And don't think you know it all. Um, my grandfather's the kind of guy that, you know, he, he came here, like I said, 1929, but pe- people all around him, some of the clubs he worked at and restaurants, they were in the stock market. He wanted to learn the stock market thing. He actually went and took a course for two weeks to learn about the stock market. How the guy he was, you know, this again, outside the box. Who would have usually done that? So these are all the things about learning. and never, uh, never giving up and the direction you want to go in. He would also say this too about others and helping others around you. He was a big, big helper. He would say, be awake and alive to the suffering of others. And that's one poignant lesson as well. He was very, very aware of people around him, whether they having hardships at home or difficulties or, you know, whatever it may be. He just kind of gave a couple of dollars here and there, just gave them, you know, you give you know give a heart so they can, they can listen to their story, give us some advice. But he was a really big person, and even when we were older, you know, when I was young, growing up, he was older. He, even in restaurants, he would tip the hostess a dollar, tip the, the busboy a dollar. You know, people clean up the table just to let them know their self worth. You know, they, they valued that, and that meant a lot. I watched that my whole life. It really meant a lot as an individual. He was a couple of dollars here or there means nothing, but he liked to acknowledge their existence. So he was there where they were. And he never forgot it. And that's powerful. You know, it makes it makes a big difference. Um, for, for just people and just, you know, again, make, making those people feel like they're worthy. He had another one yeah. here, which is, which is, yeah, I'm sorry. 
No, go ahead. Keep going. No, this is great yeah, stuff. This is, this is all valuable I, information. I still think I'd like to say it. We're running out of time. But, so, no, so hey, keep joyful. talking, please. Yeah, so, <laughs> so be joyful. Um, my grandfather lived this war to the 10th degree. This man was 97 years old. You know, he, he knew everyone in the area. He'd go for his walks every morning, even right up to you know, the year before he passed away. He was still doing his thing, his exercise in the morning. And he just, he lives for joy. He would literally say at the end of every meal, and I'm not kidding, he would say, this is the best meal I ever had. He would literally say that. He really meant it because that meal at that time, at that moment, was the best meal he was having. He, he appreciated that meal. He lived his life with joy and laughed and had fun. We did happy hours, happy night. Like, this is a man that truly, truly got life. And all the hardships he went through, he was in World War II in Normandy Beach invasion on the Royal Navy vessels. I'm a boy with that right now. And he had a lot of the hardships in life, but never looked back. And that's another thing I'd for your listeners. It's very important, this message, I will tell you. No matter what difficulties or hardships or financial setbacks or tragedies, which all that stuff happens in life, you've got to learn to look forward and don't look back and don't look about regrets because all that's poisoning your life and it just hampers you to move forward in life. You can learn from the past, but don't focus on the past. Don't focus on things that happened. You can't change them. So you want to enjoy your life? This is one thing you drilled in my head. You deal with life today. Learn from the past, but move forward and focus on moving forward. How can you make life better for all people around and yourself? And this is powerful. And that's the way I've taken our life. Things happen all the time. All these things happen. But, and this is called life. But how you take our life is really what different than gives you doing life or not. Yeah, it's so, it's so true. Like you said, I mean, we can learn we can learn from the past, but we 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 don't want to take the past into the moment, into the future of the things that didn't work, than to create those experiences over and over again and di- with just a different situation. And and you see a lot of that right. because a lot of people a lot of tend that. to operate in the past, in the future, and not be present. Learning how to be focused in the moment because we create the futures that we desire by in the moment, you know, in that current moment of time. So talk a little bit about that, like for you in terms of, you know, like, you know, any, if anything that your, your grandfather had, you know, expressed in that area, because you talked about being, you know, having the best meal, uh, this was the best meal he ever had, or because he was in that moment that at that time, you know, expand a little bit more on that. I think that is so important for people to understand that living in the past in the future simultaneously is not a recipe for getting ahead. It's it's learning to create your future by being present. So here's what it comes down to. And you have to, oh, that's powerful and true. It's the focus in life, the focus on enjoying every minute of life as best you can. So when you're distracted by the past or negative things that happen or dwelling on things that should have been or other things, whatever it may be, that's just taking away the happiness from life and the focus on life. If you want to truly succeed in life and business, then you focus every minute on where you need to go, what needs to get done to get there. By focusing on things you can't change, then what good is that? You want to be focusing on going forward. So this man would say things to me like one of the other lessons, believe in yourself always. Believe in who you are. But, but, but really believe in who you are because you're a good person. Make sure you're a good person so that you know you're, you're one that people can follow and believe in. So, so all these things that he would talk about was all related to these kind of topics. And... You talk about the poison of that negative information polluting your brain and taking up space in your brain. It's not worth it. If people realize it's just whatever happened or whatever tragedy was or the upset or disappointment or someone did something wrong to you or whatever it may be, they're all winning. That's, that whole part of life is winning by letting it focus in your brain. Taking up any space in your brain is, is they're winning. So my whole mindset was, I'm not going to any of that stuff ever win. I want my mind to be clear and focus on what's important, what's, what's happy, what's joyful, and move forward. So this is the part of life people need to get to, and most people have difficulty with that. It's very difficult. 
move past some things sometimes. I know that. I'm not saying it's easy. Sometimes you get counseling. But the more you focus on being joyful and being happy and surrounding yourself with good people and getting the best out of life, because we have one life on the surface, we know it, but getting the best out of life and enjoying life every day, most people kind of forget about that. And I think that's what's important. Yeah, it's so true. It is so, so true. And I, I love the fact that, you know, you, how, you know, you really took everything from your grandfather to heart, you know, and how it really has helped you kind of mold you to be where you are, you know, not only in your personal business, you know, as a as a mortgage professional and, and being one of the, you know, top leaders in that profession, but also obviously, you know, what it's done for you as a person and, and how you've inspired and empowered other people uh, you know, to do the same in, you know, whatever areas of life that they serve in their businesses and personal life. You know, what I like to Thank do, Mark, Mark, wrap up a little bit about, again, about, you know, the, especially for those that are just joining, you know, kind of joined in later into the show. Talk a little bit about just a summary, again, where we left off of kind of bringing some of these lessons full circle and really driving home for for the listeners what they could take from lessons from from my grandfather and how they can turn their businesses around and, and personal lives. Yes, yeah, so the goal of the goal here and why I wrote this book, you know, lessons from my grandfather, wisdom for success in business and life. There was there was a reason for why I wrote it. I wanted to share my mentor with the world. I was very advantaged in life to have this mentor. Very advantaged. Most people don't even have a mentor, let alone have the one I had. So my goal in life was to say I need to share him with the world. It's selfish for me not to to give this the world to let it be empowered, inspired, motivated with his story, with my messages built from him and his, his life. To have them know there's a better life out there, there's better opportunities, there's happiness, there's joy. But, you know, it takes work, sacrifice, and dedication, and commitment, of course. But that was my message. That's the goal with this book, to bring that to people. So to know that the blessings that I've had to be successful because of his words, that he was successful because the person he was, you know, it's a blessing to have put this book out there. And it, it was a very unselfish, you know, time-consuming, costly event uh, and I'm, I'm very proud of, of the ability to bring it out there, and the response has been wonderful, and, and I'm blessed to have these words on paper to help change people's lives. Wow, that's fabulous. Mark, I want to appreciate, you know, the, you know, taking the time today, bringing these words of wisdom and this valuable information from your book, Lessons from My Grandfather. I'd like to, you know, just to kind of share with the audience, you know, a little bit about where, where you're up, what you're up to, where they can find you, more information on, on getting the book uh, into their hands, and uh, so forth. Yeah, that's great. Thank you. So I have a website, just simply grandfatherlessons.com, as simple as that, grandfatherlessons.com. It's got like, a sample chapter of the book, you know, the table of contents, all the events and news articles and TV stuff I've done. It's all on there. It's always when stuff's coming up. Uh, and speaking events coming up, I list on there as well. And then and my Instagram is a good place to follow me. is at Mark Demetrio. Pretty simple. It's M-A-R-C-D-E-M-E-T-R-I-O-U. But the book can be purchased. There's, there's purchase options on my website, grandfatherlessons.com, for ebooks or for the actual hard copy. And it'll just go right to Amazon as well, and the book's there uh, listed there as well for sale. Wow, that's fabulous. And again, you know, you, you could go to the Voice America Influencer uh, channel uh, for sustainable success. Again, we have Mark's contact information there as well for this particular show. It will be on demand. Uh, later today, East Coast time, early this afternoon, West Coast time. So again, we highly encourage you, those that have been listening or maybe came in at certain part, certain time during the show to listen to the show entirely on the on-demand version. Again, there's a wealth of information here. And again, you could also listen to many of the other past episodes there. And again, we encourage you to visit the Sustainable Success 
2017 uh, Facebook page. Again, you'll get a lot of information there as well. Again, Mark, thank you so much for joining us. And again, audience, as always, we appreciate your time joining us, making sustainable success uh, as a as a, uh, a voice to provide information that can take your business and personal life to the next level. And again, your success always starts with you putting your wellness first and then align that with your wealth principles that you can achieve true prosperity. It's there for the taking. You got to just make it happen. Have that clarity. Have that focus. And again, if you like some more information on how to live in a prosperous lifestyle and develop a business of prosperity, Come visit myself at uh, www.christophersalem.com and uh, feel free to uh, you know uh, select a consultation time that we could chat. I'd be happy to see if we could help you. And again, visit Mark at his, uh, his site to get a wealth of information on what we discussed today. Thank you for joining us, and we'll be back next Thursday. Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.